This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing. In this podcast, we cover all the basics you need to start your investing journey. We unpack all the jargon and confusing bits, hear your investing stories with the goal of making it less intimidating. And we want to have a good time along the way. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity mate, Ren. How's it going? Oh, I'm very good, Bryce. Uh, we always have a good time along the way. That's true, we yeah, do. That's, always. Uh, equity Mates has a few official policies. Um, maybe that should be our fourth one. Have fun. Ha- have a good time along always the way. Always have always <laughs> have fun. So this episode, as we are kicking off 2021, is a back-to-basics episode, and we want to address uh, part of the why why investing is important, why we like to invest. So uh, today we're going to be talking about rather than working for the company, why not just own the company? Well, wait, I, I just want to invest because I want more money. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> there are a lot of reasons uh, why investing is important, but also I think this is more about why investing is a, a good idea. Well, yeah, why investing in stocks yeah, is... Yeah. Um, is our preferred manner of investment. I mean, there's there's no wrong way to invest. Well, sorry, that's not true. <laughs> you shouldn't invest in like, I don't know, six-year-old chocolate bars or something because the? they don't hold their value that well. But um, for us, stocks are the investment choice that make the most sense to us. Um, and a key reason why is because of what you're actually buying. Yeah, absolutely. Before we crack into that, though, I just want to make mention that we now are doing a bit of a listener mailbag towards the end of the episode. You have the opportunity to go onto our website and leave a voice message. Uh, We have one from Jimmy who uh, has a great question around uh, platforms and what you can do uh, if they go down or how to change from um, different types of brokers. So stick around for that. But Ren, um, let's crack into it. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, I think let's set the scene. Most people out there, you and I included, um, we make our money from a company. We we get a job with a company. You were very nervous that first day you went for the interview at Woolies, sweating your hair gel out of your hair. <laughs> Man, I, I <laughs> got, nailed it. Got the job. <laughs> Su- still surprised you got the job. Um, uh, and then for the rest of most people's lives, um, it's... You rely on the company that you work for to grow wealth. You Every year, you hope you get a performance review and you get a pay bump. Um, if you're lucky enough to get bonuses at your work, you're hoping that your boss puts, a, puts in a good word for you and you get a good bonus. And 
for most people, um, you work for the company. Yeah. Investing is the opportunity to flip that on its head and to actually own the company and have the people that work for the company work for you. Love that. Love that. So I can Love get that. a CEO of Woolworths, <laughs> Brad Banducci, or a CEO of uh, Coles, Kane. Stephen Kane. Stephen Kane. Or CEO of Equity Mates, Alec Renahan. <laughs> <laughs> Co-CEO. Uh, investing gives you the opportunity to directly benefit from, uh, I guess, the, the decisions that they are making and the overall performance of the company. Yeah. Now, there's probably two things uh, that are important to establish at the outset. The first one is that when you're buying a share, you're not just buying a piece of paper. You're not buying a three-letter ticker code. You're buying an ownership stake in that company. As a shareholder, you own whatever fraction of the company um, you own through the shares. You have the right to you know, vote in uh, at annual general meetings and stuff like that. Um, and the company pays you dividends as part of the profit it's making. It pays out to you as an owner of the company. So that's the first thing to establish, that you're, you're a part owner. The second thing to establish is that all company executives, CEOs, um, you know, CFOs, CIOs, all the C-T-O. C's and all the O's. <laughs> the C-suites, C- yes. Yeah. Um, they're incent- they're, they're, all of their pay, they're, they're, in- they're incentivized to make money for shareholders, to make money for the owners of the company. Um, you know, for a lot of them, their base pay will change based on their shareholder return is often how you hear it. But importantly, all of their bonuses are tied, well, most of their bonuses are tied to shareholder return. So the CEO, the executives, the decisions they're making often are driven by their personal financial incentives and their personal financial incentives is to make money by making shareholders money. So if you think about how that flows down in a company, the the CEO wants to hit their bonus by, you know, giving their shareholders a return, and then all the decisions that they make in the company are centered around that. The new things that the new businesses they're investing in, the new people that they hire, the new countries that they try and sell their products in, whatever it is, even things like the businesses that they close or sell off their personal financial incentive is to do all of that to make you as the shareholder money. So you, by just buying a share, you have the opportunity for the, the CEOs to to be incentivized to make you more money. Mm. That's not bad. It's not bad. It, it really, it's it, actually really exciting. It flips it on the head from uh, begging the CEO or whoever your boss is to, uh, to get a pay rise. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so we've established that, um, yes, and of course, this is not to say that you can do this and not work full time. Like this is oh, something in- still beg for the pay rise. <laughs> yeah, still beg for the pay rise. But uh, this is a, an opportunity to start, um, you know, developing wealth. But I think one of the more most exciting parts, Ren, is that, uh, okay, so I can invest in Woolies if I'm, I'm working there and have, uh, have the boss work for me, so to speak. But- if you look at the bigger picture, some of the greatest innovators in history um, have then uh, commercialized their product or their business through the stock market. That's it. And that then gives you and I, the everyday investor, access to some of the brightest, uh, you know, game-changing minds in the world from literally our bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I mean- 
don't just think about your boss working for you. Think of your dream boss, that boss that you have that uh, poster of him or her up on your wall, you know, that you sh- you have a downlight shining on them. Uh, I think for Bryce, or actually it might have been Brad Banducci for you. Or it might <laughs> no. be Nick Molnar, the Afterpay no, CEO. No, he, might be no. your, he might be up on your dream wall. Dream boss. Let me think about that one. I'll come back to you. Elon Musk, Elon maybe. Musk, Jeff yeah. Bezos. Um, whoever you think the best CEOs in the world are, by investing in their companies, they are then incentivized to make you money. They're all everything that they do is incent is based on that. It is getting their bonuses and making shareholders wealthier, and you can be one of those shareholders. And I mean, if we, let's let's take a tour through history. Like as you said, some of the greatest innovations in history have been commercialized by the stock market. So, the telephone. Pretty big. Uh, pretty big. Pretty big. <laughs> it's done pretty well I'd for say, itself. I'd say top top ten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Alexander Graham Bell, the inventor of the telephone, um, commercialized through AT and T, which was uh, what the company's called now. It was Bell Telephone back in the day, but same company, just with a number of name changes. But that was listed on the stock market. Electricity. Not bad. Pretty big. Done well for himself <laughs> over the years. I mean, Thomas Edison was the the inventor that really um, commercialized electricity um, through General Electric. Again, his company publicly traded. You could have bought shares in GE as Thomas Edison was doing his work. If we rip through a few more, mass-produced cars, Henry Ford, one of the pioneers of that. Um, obviously, Ford, publicly tradable. Um, home appliances, fridges, Washing machines, yeah. dishwashers. Pretty big. You get it. <laughs> um, George Westinghouse, key in that, um, kicking around the same time as Thomas Edison. Um, Westinghouse Electric was publicly traded, recently has been acquired and is now a subsidiary of another company. But um, while George Westinghouse was doing his thing, you, you know, you could invest. If we go more modern, um, these are some of the more tried and true ones that we're all going to be familiar with. The personal computer... Bill Gates was instrumental in that. You could have invested in Microsoft. Smartphones, Apple, Steve Jobs, obviously publicly traded, currently worth $2.3 trillion US. Um, Electric cars, Tesla, Elon Musk, obviously publicly traded. And even things like the switch to online retail, you know, you could have invested in Amazon um, and had Jeff Bezos working for you for the past, what, 27 years? Yeah. Yeah. So through those examples, Ren, I hope it has become clear that, uh, again, don't work for the company, own the company. The the uh, stock market provides an opportunity to invest in some of the most innovative game-changing companies in the world. But the, the other part to consider is that these companies are then going out and hiring the smartest people in the world. They are pouring money into research and development. You know, they are trying to absolutely change industries and it's now so easy as a retail investor and an everyday investor to own parts of these companies. Um, so look, if we haven't made it clear enough, don't work for the company, own the company. And uh, on the other side of this ad break, we're going to come back with uh, why does this matter and how you can take some action. But before that, we'll hear from our sponsors. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com So Ren, why does all of this matter as a beginner investor? I, th- I think it matters for two reasons. For, first of all, it matters in terms of when you're deciding what assets well, like what investments you want to make? Like, do you want to invest in property? Do you want to invest in gold? Do you want to invest in uh, companies or like the stocks? And then the second, the second part of it is then in terms of what actual companies you want to buy. And I think um, in the first one, and, and you touched on this before, but the reason that we love stocks is because you know you're they they change and and they change based on you know, the people in them. And there's this example of Amazon, you know, when it listed in 1994, it was a online bookseller um, that uh, from memory had, you know, a few thousand people working for it. Um, if you just held it, it, it is now an online everything seller and a web services business that has 1.3 million employees. Uh, and that's... Um, that's the first thing it's it's why we think stocks are, are great but then the second the second reason is i guess what stocks you want to buy yeah and uh just one more point on that before we do that uh what stocks you want to buy i also think it's it's worth pointing out that um if you want to build wealth and i'm talking about sort of serious wealth um you might be able to do that through becoming sort of a CEO or the likes. But uh, if you look at the richest people in the world, they've all done that through the equity market, through um, having ownership in a business that appreciates in value over time. So if you do want to start building significant wealth, the stock market and owning these companies is a great way for you to do it. So you're less reliant on scrounging for that um, pay rise yeah. and working your way to the top. Put it this way, uh, who richest two people in the world at the moment, Elon, Elon Musk, Musk yeah. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. If they didn't own stock in the companies that they founded and they just got a CEO level salary, call it like, I don't know, $10 million a year, that, which is an unbelievably high salary still. Well, I could they, actually say that uh, Bezos is actually on 81000 well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. But if he didn't own any stock, he probably would have got paid more than that. Let's say yeah. they got ten million bucks a year. To become a billionaire, they would have had to uh, take that salary and not do anything with it, like not spend a cent of it um, for a hundred years yeah. to become a billionaire yeah. on like the best salary in the world. You get you don't build wealth from your salary. You you got to use your wealth and then invest it. Equity is where you build wealth. (laughs) Equity made. All right. So, Ren, yeah, to your point, it's about what stocks can you buy and taking action. So, this is probably where um, the important part of the conversation happens. I reckon the last part was pretty important. Yeah, fair call. (laughs) (laughs) So... So yeah. how do you, how do we take action on this? Um, what what should we be thinking about in terms of you know co- what companies do we want to be buying and owning and who do we want working for us? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. imagine imagine you're the boss. Like, you're you're the 
boss of your investment portfolio and think about all these CEOs when they're doing interviews, when they're um, releasing their annual reports. Think of them as doing a job interview for you. They're, yeah. they're interviewing to get into your portfolio. Yeah, bring in Elon, yeah. sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating like Bryce was during his interview at Woolies. Um, but, but really, that's how you have to think about it. You know, companies only want to hire the best people and, you know, you got your job because the company thought you were the best of all the applicants that they could have possibly hired. Same thing here. Like, when, when you, you only want to own the best people and the best companies. Yeah. You know, you don't want to own... Um, you don't want to own average. You want to only own the best. Yes. But you also want to own them in industries that are going to be the best. To your point before, you don't want to be using your analogy, buying the six-year-old uh, chocolate bar uh, industry. I, uh, <laughs> if, you wanna... you, if you asked me when I was fishing for that, um, I wouldn't have thought it came back into the conversation. <laughs> me either. Glad we brought it back. Close that loop. But um, not only do you want the right bosses, but you want the right industry. So we've got a list here of uh, some industries that we think uh, are ones to, I guess, keep an eye on. And some of the companies within these industries that – um, would be pretty cool to have uh, working for you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do we just want to read the list? I don't think we want to read the no, whole list. No. Uh, we can share that in our show notes, but perhaps call well, out a couple of your favourites. Yeah, I think I think the point is in the same way that we talked about, you know, home appliances, uh, mass-produced cars, electricity, all of those innovations, which we now just take for granted, but, you know, created huge amounts of wealth for investors and for the people that founded those companies it's not like innovation stopped there's some crazy innovation happening in the world today and um there are going to be founders that become billionaires off, off the back of it one industry i think will create the world's first trillionaire yeah do you want to have a guess what that is space mining Sp- well space yeah space in general um and we have the opportunity to invest in them all right now today through the stock market and that's pretty cool and that's that's better than uh buying a block of land (laughs) (laughs) no i don't want to make this a property yeah yeah yeah. you know where i stand so yeah some of the industries um space obviously a big one yes um look i'm i'm a, a fan of uh the the renewable energy space that's going on at the moment i don't have sort of many direct investments but of course it's just it's hot and it's it's only going to continue growing and innovating yeah well i think um all of these i'm just looking down our list i'm pretty confident all of them uh bar one which we'll touch on in a sec has an etf that tracks it so the other thing is if you love if you love the theme you don't have to pick the particular company if you if you don't feel comfortable with it you can just invest in a in an etf that just holds holds it all um, but yeah, another one for me, um, like artificial intelligence, machine learning, that, you know, often spoken about, um, it's coming. It the is robots coming. are coming. The robots are coming, yes. Uh, we've got uh, meat alternatives. Yeah, this is yeah. the one that I don't think there's an ETF for. Uh, you've there? got the beyond, yeah, let's have a look. I'm, I'm yeah. actually not sure if there's a niche ETF in but that space. If you but- want, if you want to invest in it, there's two big companies um, that are publicly traded, Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods. Yeah. Um, both plant-based meat makers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the big food companies are getting in on it as well. 
the the cool thing in this space, I reckon, is uh, lab grown meat that um, yeah. that's coming. Um, but anyway, let's let's not go too far down that rabbit hole. Uh, some other ones, um, you know, like autonomous vehicles, yep. self driving cars, yep. you know, like virtual reality, augmented reality, um, all that stuff that's going on. Mm. Pretty interesting. Yeah, so many future of farming, like what you know. Drone precision farming, mm. robots planting crops, mm. all that stuff. Three mm. um, D printing. Should we just keep going about like cutting edge <laughs> technologies? Uh, personalized medicine, uh, cancer, new cancer treatments. It's all uh, it's all pretty exciting to be honest. But I think the main message here is that there is uh, plenty of opportunity to have the best, the brightest, the smartest, most innovative people and companies working for you in industries that are you know, have huge growth potential in front of us. So um, what we'll endeavor to do is uh, get a list of those ETFs in the, in the show notes that uh, relate to some of the industries that we've just spoken about. Um, and also sign up to our Get Started Investing uh, newsletter that goes out every Tuesday with this episode. Uh, and we'll include some of the ETFs in that as well. You can go to equitymates.com slash email to sign yeah. up to that. So I think in terms of takeaways, uh, the big takeaway for me is that you don't need to do anything out of this episode other than get really excited. Like if you're like, this this makes a lot of sense. Um, th- there's an amazing opportunity for me to invest and it's never been easier for me to start investing. That's enough. Um, and, you know, over the course of the future episodes, we'll, we'll break down some of the more, I guess, the mechanics of actually doing it yeah um but yeah for us this is the why like it is just it's it's unprecedented and unparalleled how easy it is to access these companies and the opportunity that exists in terms of all of these crazy things that are happening giving me excitement i know (laughs) (laughs) i want to go invest (laughs) no it is super exciting and uh we hope you hopefully you um took out some of our excitement from that from that uh, discussion. But as we said at the start of episode, Ren, we do have a mailbag to close it out. The question has come in from Jimmy. Uh, we'll have a quick listen to it now. G'day, fellas. My name's Jimmy. Uh, I'm 39 years old and I'm just starting out investing. And I'm trying to choose a platform. Uh, I like the look of Perla, but they're only in the beta stage, so it's early on. And that raised this question for me. If I choose a platform like Perla or Robinhood, uh, and they go bust, do I lose all of the money that I've invested using that platform or do I still have access and I can just transfer my shares over to a new platform? Cheers. So, Ren, what Jimmy wants to know really is what happens to his shares if the broker goes down and can he transfer them out to another yeah, one? Yeah, so, uh, so let's. Uh, I'm going to answer the second part of that question first. So, um, when you sign up with a broker... You can change at any time and every broker offers the ability to transfer shares on and off their platform. Um, so, you know, if you're signed up with Comsec, say, and you decide you want to move to Superhero, um, you can you can initiate a transfer. There's normally some kind of a fee to... Um, Sometimes, 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 and it is super easy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't actually say I've ever done it, but I've um, done it a couple of times. Yeah, super easy. So, so the the first part of the answer is you can transfer at any time. The second part of the answer is around if a broker collapses. So, like, um, uh, Jimmy was talking about Perla. Yep. Per- not Parla. 
Perla. Par- yeah. yeah. Yeah, not Perla. Perla. Um, and if they were to collapse, um, they the long and the short of it is, yes, your shares are safe and yes, you can transfer them to another broker. Now, you will hear a discussion around different ways that these shares are kept safe, either um, on a HIN, a HIN, or in a custodial model. You don't need to worry too much about that. Some people prefer having a HIN themselves, um, but the long and the short of it is either the HIN itself or the custodian will keep it safe. And so if something like um, Perla or you know any of these other online brokers fall down, um, your shares are safe and you can transfer them. And you would have, uh, if you had listened to the Broker Basics series with Superhero, then you would have uh, found out a little bit more information about the HIN and custodial model and those sorts of things. But Jimmy, we hope that answers your question. Sorry, just if Jimmy wants to know actually how to do it, uh, contact the broker's support page and they'll yeah, it's, it's just a form. It. Yeah. It's very simple. But uh, as I was saying, a call out to our community. We do need your help. This podcast, Get Started Investing, is all about uh, breaking down the barriers for beginner investors and making it less intimidating. The best way to work out uh, what these big hurdles are, though, is to hear it directly from you guys. So we're asking for you to share your story with us. It's really simple. Head to equitymates.com forward slash contact. You would have heard we have the ability to leave us a voice message, which um, Jimmy uh, has done, and uh, you can get in touch and we can bring you on the show and help you work through some of the barriers that you might be facing in your investing journey, which inevitably is going to help everyone else as well. So hit us up, equitymates.com forward slash contact, and also head over to our main show, Equity Mates Investing Podcast, if you're feeling a bit adventurous and like uh, you're ready to take that next step. But Ren... As always, it's been fun. Uh, looking forward to chatting about another basic topic uh, and fundamental of investing next week. Sounds good. This podcast proudly brought to you by Equitymates Media. Always remember, all information contained in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, financial, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to our disclaimer page where you can find resources to search for a registered financial professional near you.